another edition of the Real-Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. On the podcast for week 14 of the fantasy season is going to be my son, Henry Power. He's backed by popular demand, and he's going to be on the podcast giving you our starts and sits for week 14 of the NFL season. Before I get to that, though, I did want to tell you that you can play DFS here at Real-Time Fantasy Sports. You can play in DFS leagues. Just go to Real-Time Fantasy Sports, rtsports.com. Click on the daily link at the top of the page and get in a daily game today. You can get in football or you can do basketball games during the week. Just get in one today at Real Time Fantasy Sports. We have the best payouts, the best community for daily in the business. So go to rtsports.com, click on the daily link. And now I'm thrilled to be joined once again by my son, Henry Power. He just turned 13 years old over this past weekend. He's in seventh grade. He loves fantasy football, and we're going to give you our starts and sits for week 14 of the fantasy season. Henry, thanks so much for joining me today. No problem. So, Henry, tell me a little bit about what you did for your birthday. I want to tell our listeners what your idea was uh, to celebrate your big 13th birthday. So, I had all my friends over, and we came over and watched football. And So, you wanted to have your fantasy league friends over to watch games. Talk trash, played some football outside, yeah. ate some pizza and wings and all that good stuff. You have a good time. Yeah. All right. So that was his idea, not mine. He's loves his fantasy football. He loves playing with his friends uh, as well in fantasy football. They have a group chat, talk some trash to each other. I really, I really like how young they've started playing fantasy football, and it's really a a big plus for me as a as a father to see. My son loves fantasy as much as I do. So now, Henry and I are going to give you our starts and sits for week 14. Let's kick it off with the Thursday night game. It's Dallas at Chicago. So in this game, I don't think it'll be too high scoring, actually. Bears have a pretty good defense. They're at home. Dallas has a great offense. They've been producing well, especially Prescott. But I'm not thrilled with them on the road against the Bears. So I'm looking on Chicago's side of the ball. I like Anthony Miller this week. He's yet to score a touchdown this year, but that doesn't mean he isn't helping fantasy teams right now. He had season highs last week, catching nine passes for 140 yards on 13 targets. He has six or more receptions, three straight games. He plays the Cowboys this week, a team that's really struggling defensively in recent weeks. They've allowed 26 or more points, three or four games. So I think Miller keeps up his hot ways in week 14. Henry, who are you sitting in this matchup? I'm sitting David Montgomery. He's been pretty quiet despite getting the work. He has fewer than 75 yards four or five games and does not have a rushing touchdown since a week he's been a risky play at this point of the season all right carolina at atlanta five and seven carolina just fired their coach traveled to atlanta three and nine who could fire their coach at the end of this season so i like this game high scoring game a lot of fantasy points on both sides of the ball uh, one guy i really like this week's dj Morey, second overall in fantasy scoring his last three games it's fantasy receiver scoring so he's second overall in fantasy receiver scoring his last three games. He's been red hot lately. He has scores two straight, 75 or more yards, five straight. He's been getting a ton of weekly work. I think that'll happen again this week against Atlanta. He had eight receptions for 95 yards against the same Atlanta team in week 11. They allowed the eighth most fantasy points to receivers, 26 overall against the pass. Henry, who are you sitting? I'm sitting Kyle Allen. He has been having a solid season, and he has multiple touchdowns five games, but every quarterback has to have one bad game. He's playing the Falcons this week. He threw for 325 yards against them in Week 11, but didn't score a touchdown and was intercepted four times. The Falcons are playing better defensively these last few weeks, too. 
All right, Baltimore Ravens, 10-2 and two at Buffalo, 9-3. and three. This should be a great game. Really looking forward to watching this one. And I think it could be high scoring despite both these teams having pretty good defenses. I think the offenses will be on display. And I like Josh Allen a lot. I know the matchup isn't great, but he has 21 or more fantasy points, four straight games, multiple touchdowns, eight straight games. He's getting it done on a weekly basis no matter the matchup. I think he's worth starting even this week against a good Ravens team. I think he'll produce once again. I think, like I said, it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I think it's worth using Allen once again in Week 14. Henry, who are you sitting? I'm sitting Devin Singletary. Singletary has topped 100 rushing yards just two straight two straight games. And he has emerged as a lead back for the Bills, getting more work than Frank Gore. He is producing with his chances. We might temper our expectations from this week, though, playing the Ravens. Baltimore allows the sixth fewest fantasy points to running backs this year, and Singletary could have a mediocre performance in this one. All right, Cincinnati 1-11 coming off the big win last week, got off the schneid. They travel to Cleveland, who's 5-7. and seven. This is a bit of a rivalry game here. The battle for Ohio, uh, I think it's a pretty good fantasy matchup again. Could be a high-scoring game with two of the two offenses that are pretty good. I know they've struggled at times this year, but... They can produce well at times as well, and both these defenses aren't the best. So I like this matchup again for the third straight game here. Uh, And I like Kareem Hunt. He found the end zone for the second straight game last week. He had five receptions in the game, giving him five or more catches, three or four games. He isn't getting a ton of work rushing the ball, but as long as he's catching the ball like this, he's worth using for fantasy teams. He's getting double-digit touches on a weekly basis, and he's producing because of that. So I think he'll do well again this week against Cincinnati. They allow the seventh most fantasy points to running backs, dead last overall against the rush. So if Hunt gets some chances to run the ball in this one, he could do some damage on that side of the ball as well. Henry, who do you not like? I do not like Andy Dalton. He looked pretty good in his first start since being benched. He played a bad Jets defense, though, and had just one touchdown. And the Browns a tougher matchup this week. They are sixth overall against the pass. Just stay away from Dalton, please. Yeah, not a big Dalton fan, are you, Henry? No. All right, Washington Redskins, 3-9, and nine, travel to Green Bay, 9-3. and three. Uh, I like a lot of Packers in this one. I think you want to load up on them, not so much. The Redskins, a little bit scary going on the road in this matchup against a good Packers team that has a lot on the line still. And I really like Aaron Rodgers this week. I know I'm not going out of limb here, but he had been struggling so up until last week when he had that big four-touchdown performance against the Giants, so... Fantasy owners are back in his good graces. Uh, he has a similar matchup this week, plays the Redskins. They allow the 13th most fantasy points to QB. So I think Rodgers is set up for another big game. Could have another one of those four touchdown performances. Henry, who do you who do you want to sit in this matchup? I would say Terry McLaurin. He just says he had just two catches for eight yards last week. He's been very on and off with Dwayne Haskins as his quarterback. Plays the Packers, a team that allows the eighth fewest fantasy points to receivers. All right, Detroit, 3-8-1, go to Minnesota, 8-4. Lot on the line for Minnesota again, so I like I like that side of the ball a lot, especially at home against a defense that's not very good. One guy I really like is Kirk Cousins. I think he'll have a big game. He's really playing at a high level right now. He has multiple touchdowns, four straight games, and six of seven. He also has 275-plus passing yards. Five of seven games. He's up the ninth overall in fantasy quarterback scoring, so he's been a good value for all those teams that were able to take him late in drafts. I think he'll do well again this week against the Lions. They allow the seventh most fantasy points to quarterbacks, ranked 30th overall against the pass. 
Henry, who are you sitting? I'm sitting Bo Scarborough. He's been solid as a starter for the Lions, and he has two. He has 83 or more rushing yards two straight games. The problem is he doesn't have a catch a season. It limits his value. A, he's only a touchdown-dependent player, and he might not even score against the Vikings, a team that has just allowed only five rushing touchdowns this year. All right, San Francisco 10-2 and at New Orleans 10-2. and Another great game. We have some good ones this week, and I'm kind of excited to watch all the NFL action week 14, not just because it means a lot to a lot of fantasy teams out there because it's the last week of the regular season, but it's also a great week just to watch games, and this should be a great matchup, San Francisco at New Orleans. And, again, I think this is a pretty good fantasy matchup. I know 49ers have a great defense, but – they're on the road against the Saints, who have a pretty good offense. So I think this could be maybe a little, little higher scoring for San Francisco, uh, for a San Francisco game. So I wouldn't shy away from all your Saints players, despite this matchup. One guy I like a lot this week is Debo Samuel. He has 13 or more fantasy points, four straight games, and five of six. He's become the most consistent fantasy receiver in this offense. Saints allow the 11th most fantasy points to receivers. I know their defense has been playing pretty well, but. You can get this unit through the air, and I think Samuel's going to have another good showing. Henry, anybody you don't like in this one? I do not like Drew Brees. He only threw for just 184 yards and one score last week in a great matchup against the Falcons. He has one or no scores two or four games, and he is capable of a bad game. Very tough matchup against the 49ers this week, who are first overall against the pass and allows the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. All right, Miami 3-9 and nine against the Jets 4-8. and eight. I kind of wrote about this in my column this week, Henry, that Brian Flores, how about that job he's doing in Miami coaching that team to three wins? Pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. They are loaded with draft picks the next few years. I think their future is kind of bright. If, if they can do well in the draft and draft well with all those high picks, you got to like Flores and the way he has his team playing. I'm really, uh, really impressed with him. And I'm really impressed with Devontae Parker right now, too. I think he is a must-start for fantasy teams. Henry, who is first overall in fantasy scoring his last three games for a receiver? Any Devon- idea? Devontae Parker. I, I kind of threw that one at you. Uh, pretty easy to guess since I said Parker already, right? Yeah. <laughs> Either way, he's first overall in receiver scoring his last three games. Getting it done for all his fantasy over- owners as hot as any receiver in the league right now. He has 100-yard games, two of three, 90-plus yards, all three of those games. He's getting a ton of weekly looks as well, has double-digit targets, four straight games. I think he'll get a lot of volume again this week against the Jets, a team that allows the ninth most fantasy points to receivers. Parker is a must-start right now. Henry, who are you sitting? I'm sitting Patrick Laird. He should start this week, and he found Enzo last week, but ran ten times for just five yards. And he plays the Jets, who are the first overall against the rush. Don't have don't have too high of expectations for Laird in all right, now Indianapolis 6-6 six and six, goes to Tampa Bay 5-7. and seven. I think there's another good fantasy game uh, in terms of scoring. I think it could be a fairly high-scoring game. Bad Bucks defense. Colts defense is just so-so, but the Bucks have very good offense. So I think this could mean a lot of fantasy points for both these teams. One guy I like a lot this week is Jacoby Brissett. I know he's done little since his return from injury, but he did hit the 300-yard mark last week, and he had multiple touchdowns in Week 11, so he hasn't been awful. And like I said, this Bucks uh, team is a super matchup for Brissett. They allow the second-most fantasy points to quarterbacks, 31st overall against the pass. So if you're looking for some QB help in Week 14, I would consider Brissett in this matchup. Henry, who do you not like? I do not like Matt 
Marlon Mack. Mack has a good chance to return this week from his hand fracture, but even if he returns this week, you might want to leave Mack on your bench. He plays the Bucks, a team that can't stop the pass but has done very well against the run this year. Tampa allows the third fewest fantasy points to running back and are second overall against the rush. All right, Denver Broncos 4-8 and eight at Houston 8-4. and four. Denver coming off that big home win in Drew Locke's first start. Henry, you excited to see Drew Locke uh, in action? Yes, I was. Henry's a big Drew Locke fan. Uh, we're from St. Louis, Missouri here in the heart of the Midwest. And Mizzou Tiger fans, Drew Locke was a Missouri Tiger. And we're excited to see him get a chance and uh, good to see him produce on the field. Although... I'm a little worried about him against the better defenses because I think he could be a little shaky, little still a little raw, and I'm just not sure he's pro-ready just yet. So I would temper my expectations with Locke despite his good game in his rookie debut. So with that said, I'm going to tell you my starts in this game. I just kind of bashed Drew Locke, but I still like Cortland Sutton uh, with Denver, the receiver. He scored two touchdowns in Locke's first career start last week, so that, that bodes well for Sutton. Locke looked his way, and Sutton's been very, very consistent all year. His double-digit fantasy points all but two games. He's been doing this despite getting erratic quarterback play, and he plays the Texans this week. They allow the 12th most fantasy points to receivers, so I expect more of the same for Sutton in this matchup. Henry, who do you not like? Philip Lindsay. He had a great matchup last week. The team he played his best game against this year and then next to nothing. I'm just staying away from Lindsay this week. All right. Henry doesn't like Lindsay. I think he's kind of a disgruntled Lindsay owner as well. Is that true, Henry? Yes, I traded for him early in the season. But I did trade away Devontae Freeman, so he's done next to nothing either. So. Yeah, so it wasn't an awful trade for you. But Lindsay just hasn't done much. Hasn't been the same player as he was last year, unfortunately. Next game, Los Angeles Chargers 4-8 and eight at Jacksonville 4-8. and eight. Two 4-8 and eight teams going at it. I really like uh, Melvin Gordon in this matchup. He's warmed up after a slow start to the season. He has 90 or more, more total yards, four straight games, has touchdowns 3-5. He's become a solid fantasy player on a weekly basis, once again, similar to the Gordon of old. I expect more of the same from him this week against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's 28th against the run. They allow 137 rushing yards per game. Henry, who are you staying away from? I'm staying away from Phillip Rivers. He played better last week against a good Broncos defense. He threw for... 265 yards and two touchdowns, but he did throw another interception, though giving him eight interceptions in his last three games, not playing like the Rivers of old. Jaguars are 11th overall against the, against the pass compared to 28th overall against the run. The Chargers should just run off in this matchup. All right, so Henry agrees with me here. I said Melvin Gordon for hot, and he said Rivers for cold. Makes sense with the way the splits are for Jacksonville defensively. Next game, Tennessee 7-5 and five at Oakland 6-6. Six and six. Oakland is reeling right now. Two terrible losses in a row. Got blown out both those games. Now they get Tennessee, who's playing pretty well. So I like Tennessee on this side of the on the fantasy, for fantasy purposes for this week in this matchup. And I like Ryan Tannehill a lot. He has multiple touchdowns. Six straight games now. He has 21-plus fantasy points in five of those games. Raiders allow the six most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So I think Tannehill's a good play in this matchup. I think he'll do well once again. Henry, who do you not like? David Carr. Carr is struggling down the stretch, and he has one or no passing touchdowns four straight games. Failed to top 300 passing yards in any game this year, and has limited upside, especially against a Titans team that allows just 20 points per game. 
All right, next game, Kansas City 8-4 at New England, 10-2. Another good game to watch. Again, NFL doing a great job with these late-season matchups. This should be an exciting one. And we all know the Patriots like to exploit weaknesses, and I think they're going to try to exploit Kansas City's inability to stop the run. So I think this could be a Sony Michelle game. I know he's been disappointment for a lot of fantasy owners this year, but we know the Patriots, how they like to do things. Kansas City not very good against the run compared to doing well against the pass, so I think Michelle's going to get a big workload, could have one of his better games of the season. Kansas City allows the most fantasy points to running backs, 30th overall against a rush, so look for Michelle to do well in this matchup. Henry, who do you not like? Any Patriots receiver not named Julian Edelman. Edelman is the only Patriots receiver you can trust right now. He gets most of the targets on a weekly basis. New England has a host of options at their Edelman, but no one player has really emerged as a dependable target. Plus, Kansas City allows the second-fewest fantasy points to receivers and have been much better defensively the last few weeks. All right, Pittsburgh 7-5 and at Arizona 3-8-1. and Again, when you're talking fantasy tight ends, you want to look at whoever Arizona is playing because whoever Arizona plays usually has a great performance from their tight end. So I'm looking at Vance McDonald this week. He's not having much of a season, failed the top 50 yards in any game, He's really struggled with Ben Roethlisberger out of the lineup. The good news is he's getting his weekly targets, though. He has three or more catches, five of six games, so he has some potential. And if he gets that much work this week against Arizona, I think he'll do very well. Arizona's just a disaster against a tight end. Allow the most fantasy points to tight ends. Tyler Higby, yes, Henry, Tyler Higby torched this defense last week. That should really tell you something about how Arizona does against tight ends. So I think McDonald's set up for a good showing. If you need a tight end, go grab McDonald and start him in week 14. Henry, who do you not like? I do not like Kyler Murray. Murray is having a great rookie season, but he has cooled down some in recent weeks throwing the ball. He has fewer than 170 passing yards two straight games. He's also battling a hamstring injury, which is a concern when it comes to his rushing totals. Plays the Steelers, a team that allows the ninth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. All right, Seattle 10 and 2 at Los Angeles 7 and 5. Another good matchup on paper. I know the Rams have struggled some recently, but got back on the winning side last week. So hopefully that leads to a good game in this one. Uh, I really like Rashad Penny right now. I know Carson's still starting, but they're pretty much splitting carries evenly. I think Penny was on the field for a few more snaps last week, so that's good news for him. And I think he'll get a lot of work again this week. He has double-digit carries, two straight games, 236 total yards with three touchdowns in those games. And he plays the Rams this week, a team that allowed 285 rushing yards to the Ravens two weeks back. So I think Seattle's going to focus on pounding the ball on the ground this week, using their two backs, giving these guys a lot of work. And I think Penny's going to show well again in Week 14. Henry, anybody you don't like in this one? I don't like Jared Goff. I am not buying Goff's big game last week. It was a terrible Cardinals defense. And he still has just... Two touchdowns in the game despite yardage numbers. The Seahawks are much better defensively. Goff scored just one touchdown against the Seahawks in Week 5. All right, last game of the week, the Monday night game. Giants 2-10 and at Philadelphia 5-7. and Compared to the other games this week, this one is not a good one. I know Philadelphia still has a chance to win their division, though, so I guess they're still playing for a little now because that NFC East is so bad. But overall, this is not a good matchup uh, in this in this one, uh, I do like it a little bit from a fantasy perspective. Both these defenses aren't very good. So I think there's players on both sides of the ball to use. One guy I do like a lot is Sterling Shepard. Scored his first, his second touchdown of the season last week. He's been targeted 15 times in two games since his return from injury. 
He has eight receptions on those 15 targets. Plays the Eagles, who allow the six most fantasy points to receivers. So I think so I think Shepard could do well in this matchup. Henry, who do you not like? Eli Manning. He does have a big return to his lineup. It is a big return to the lineup for Manning, but it doesn't mean he belongs in your fantasy lineups despite the favorable matchup. Manning had just two touchdowns to two interceptions in two games before getting benched. All right, Henry, that's it. We did it. All the starts and six for week 14. Like I said, this is likely the last week of the season for most of you in your league, so good luck in all of your games. Don't forget to check out my rankings on rtsports.com as well if you have any questions, or you can hit me up on Twitter, at Jeff Power. I'm always happy to answer questions, or you can email me as well, jeff at rtsports.com. I'm more than happy to answer any questions from you. Henry, thanks so much for joining me this week. Really appreciate it. No problem. All right, that was my son, Henry Power. He's 13 years old. He's in seventh grade. He loves fantasy football, and he helped me with my starts and sits for this week. I want to wish everybody a ton of luck in all their Week 14 games. This has been Jeff Power for Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Have a good day, everyone.